Oh, hi there. Welcome to North of Weatherfield, the Canadian Coronation Street podcast. My name is Brittlestar. My name is Shannon. These aren't our real names, of course. No. Our real names are... Oh, we never think of this before we start. I didn't really like anyone this week, so I'm going to be Dr. Gaddass because mm. she's always a calming influence. Mm, yeah, mm. You don't like Dr. Gaddass. She's okay. <gasps> she's long-suffering, but she's okay. I am going to be Roy. No, I was Roy before. I'm going to be... I'll be Adam Barlow. <laughs> for people who are just listening, I'm squinting right now. Let's, uh, let's hold for a theme. What a theme. What a theme. I can't hear it, but okay. Um, Have you listened to it ever? I think I heard you working on it and it has some horns. <laughs> it does. I'm trying to fix my mic if there's weird this mic sounds. This is for uh, episodes oh, yeah. that aired in Canada from the week <clears throat> of February 5th to February 9th. Yeah. So if you haven't yet caught up on that, don't watch this. Avert your ears. It's, it's beyond spoiler alerts. Like we're just going to be talking about oh, everything that happened. Just, it's all out on the table. Isn't it, Shannon? Well, the bits we remember. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're not very good. All right, Shannon, run us down. What are the topics we are going to be covering this week? So, I watched the previous epi- episodes, by the way, and I feel I have to be more animated. <laughs> so I'm going to try to be more animated. Get it out of your system here. Not in real life. You don't need to be more animated. I understand. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be talking about um, Cassie, Evelyn, and the puppies. Yep. We're going to be talking about Asha, Nina, and Adi. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about Sarah, Damon, and Adam. Yep. And we're going to be talking about Gemma, briefly. Okay, excellent. Um, Kick us off, Shannon. I'm going to start by saying a heck of a lot happened this week, and I really wasn't interested in much of it. Oof, harsh criticism. It was mostly storylines that I'm not that interested in. Cruel cobbles. <laughs> That's the f- phrase we'll use for that kind of review. Not much interest to you at all? No. No, not of these storylines. Yeah, not really. Anyways. Okay. Go on. Cassie, Evelyn, and the puppies. Yeah. So um, Evelyn went and tracked down because she saw an ad for Breeder Online. Yeah. She figured this is probably Terry back at it. Right. Like the badden that he is. The badden that he is. Uh, she did indeed find him, went to confront him. Yeah. Um, with Cassie sort of as her support, but mm-hmm. she, earlier, but then Evelyn just went on her own to find him. Okay. Unbeknownst to Evelyn, as they were scrapping out front... Uh, Cassie had broken mm-hmm. into Terry's house. Yeah. Gone upstairs. Yeah. For a room full of caged puppies. Yeah. And a bunch of cash. When she went upstairs. Yeah. Okay. She was going up. They were essentially, the idea was to go over there and get proof that he was running a puppy mill. That's what Cassie was going to do. Did she take any photos or anything when she was up there? No. So what was her proof going to be? Yeah, I saw it. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, let me tell you, Shannon, I'm tired of Cassie <laughs> yeah. and I'm tired of Evelyn. I'm less, Evelyn can go to hell. No, I'm less tired of Evelyn than you are. I'm but... so tired of her because I, I know people like her in real life yeah. who are blowhards, who think everything they do is right, that everyone else is wrong, and they, they're, they're, they're the root of their own problems. But is she maybe like this because she tried for so long and so hard for so many years to turn Cassie into a good person and she's just not? Well, you think that would make her a better person. You think that would make her more understanding and more like, okay, I can't fix everybody. 
Mm-hmm. You think so, right? But no, well, no. Well, no, I think it would make you, wouldn't, you mean you might accept you can't fix everybody, but then you'd be like, I have to fix the ones I can. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like Tyrone. Yeah, maybe. So speaking of. Yeah. Fizz in this miracle job that she has that's an hour away that no one ever goes and sees her. Yeah. It's um, too far to travel. Is being sent to Italy. Yeah. As I like, part of her job. I did like how when they were sending her to Italy, she's like, oh, Fizz is going to Italy. It was just kind of like, she's not going to come back an hour away to say, hey, kids, I'm gone for the week. I'm, I know I've been gone forever. Yeah. But she was just like, I'm just, yeah, obviously I live a single life now. Yep. Yep. I mean, when you look at Hope and Ruby, you'd be like, you know what? I'm going yeah. to take this break. Yeah. She's probably like, oh, no, sorry. No, no buses okay, today. No buses, no trains. Yep. One hour. No, no, no. Uh, but Evelyn has orchestrated that Tyrone is going to go with her. Yeah. For this mm-hmm. two weeks or whatever that she's going to be there. And so Evelyn's moving back in with Cassie yeah. to help look after the kids. My question is, is Evelyn orchestrating this because she just wants Tyrone and Fizz to see each other and hopefully stay together? Or does she have a scheme? I don't think she has a scheme. I think that she's doing it. I think that the main impetus is that she's doing it to to try to facilitate Tyrone spending some time with Fizz, his long lost wife. <laughs> and that's, I think, why she's doing it. I don't think that she's got any ulterior motives when it comes to Cassie or the kids. I think that she's also thinking it's there's more space there than at Roy's. She's staying with Roy? Yeah. Yeah, and then, yes, yes. Because then Nina was moving back in. Which we're going to be talking about. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, but again, don't like her. Mm-hmm. Don't. I want to like her, but she, I think this whole, I think if anything, if anything has shown us all, it's that this whole, her handling of the whole puppy mill guy, uh-huh. Terry, mm-hmm. has been a just a complete bungle. Yeah. She's really bungled the whole thing up and she's put herself in danger. She's needlessly put Tyrone in danger who got punched for it. Yes. Right? So we haven't even talked about, though, the fact that, so while Cassie's up here with all these puppies, essentially just playing with them all, as far yeah. as I could tell. Yeah. Nice proof, Cassie. Um, <sighs> she then heard Terry coming up the stairs. So she grabbed the wax of cash that were sitting there mm-hmm. and then left the puppies on the floor. Yeah. What was that? I think because she didn't have time to put them back or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then whacked them over the head. And didn't you, you and I both thought at the exact same time, oh dear God, he's going to land on like three puppies. Yes. Because they were very little. They're very tiny. He's yeah. going to just kill like three of them like that. Yep. Yep. I agree. Um, well, listen, when you've got Evelyn for a mother. Well, then the money she stole. Yeah. Cassie stole. Hope caught her with the money and Hope being Hope is now in on a cut. That's right. For hush money. Or she'll burn this place down. But Hope also doesn't hush very well. No, Hope is, she needs, she'll need to be fed lots of cash to keep quiet. And even then. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Um, but anyways, so Evelyn now knows that Cassie was the one who beat up Terry and Evelyn got arrested for this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. No, it's not good. Dysfunctional family. Can you imagine such a thing? No, our families are perfect. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so speaking of Nina. Yeah. Asha, Nina, and Addy. Asha, Nina, and Addy. Yep. Um, so Asha's really mad at Nina because she thinks that Nina dobbed Isla in for yeah, get, okay. to get in trouble yeah. for wanting an inappropriate relationship. Yeah. Um, 
Adi ticked off Amy, who mm-hmm. he, he was making goo goo eyes at. Yeah. Because Bobby said, oh, Bobby, Carla's neat nephew said, oh, is she taken? And he sort of said something along the lines of, yeah, back off. You know, she's going to be mine. Yeah. Amy overheard this. Not best, please. Yeah. First of all, Adi, if you think that Bobby is a threat, you have bigger problems. Yeah, Bobby's not a threat. <laughs> Amy is not going for him. Bobby's annoying. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so anyways, there were uh, Adi and Nina feeling sorry for themselves mm-hmm. in the little uh, the little parquet. Yeah. Um, that really, where did everything happen before the parquet? It was just a quiet street. They just had they just had to go do it on the red wreck, and you just hear about it. Yeah, you would never see it. You would never see it. Yeah. Um, and they kissed. Nina and Adi. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Briefly, they did. I felt okay. Here's a couple things. I have questions for you. Okay. One is with the kiss. Yeah. They're young. Yeah. Well, I think Nina's about fifty-two. <laughs> They're young. Uh, so it, and it's also it's very heightened emotion. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I don't. I don't condone it. Yeah, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Don't you ever do it? <laughs> I won't kiss Nina. That nose ring drives me nuts. Good because I don't want to give up my career as a paramedic. <laughs> um, and that's the one thing I wanted to mention. The other thing I wanted to mention was uh, who do? Oh, what do you think? No, let's just do the first, this one first. Who do we think uh, reported Isla? Because Nina said it wasn't her. I think, and I believe her. I believe Nina as well. Uh, I think it was probably, um, didn't Isla have an ex that was also a paramedic person? I thought, so at the beginning of her storyline, I thought there was another person involved. I think it's them. I think it's them as well, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think this is all, we're going to find out, maybe, if they decide it's worthwhile pursuing. Um, We're going to find out that Isla has done this before. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Last question. Well, go ahead. Can I interrupt to say? please. I like Nina's new look. It's, she's kind of, she went far away from it and now she's come back a little bit to her original look, a little bit. Well, no, but she softened it compared to weeks ago. She has softened it. Yeah, yeah I, I like agree. It. I Apart agree. from the nose ring. I'm not a fan of nose rings because they get caught on sweaters I all the time. I don't mind them, but I don't like the hers. But it would get caught on a sweater so many times. She doesn't wear sweaters. She it's like when I had dresses. When I had braces for the first year, I'd put my wool sweaters on and it would all get caught on my braces. <laughs> That's because teenage boys always have their mouths hanging open. That's accurate. <laughs> So here's the big question, though. Okay. okay that was, uh, I thought at the time we watched the scene, I thought, I should bring this up to Shannon, mm, but I'm pretty tired, so not now. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Um, now's the time. Okay. I'm well rested. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. What do we think about Amy being offended by the term taken by someone who's expressing interest in her? Now, I know that Amy uh, apologized afterwards for overreacting. Yes. But what do we feel about that? Because when that, so that happened, I thought, well, that's just unfair to Adi because he's just, he's expressing his interest without saying, hey, listen, I'm interested in her back off. He's saying, oh, no, no, she's, she's taken because he's hoping that she's going to be taken by him. Yeah. I understand the problem in the language, but the sentiment, I don't think there's a problem in it. But to me, the sentiment problem was, so he hasn't actually moved forward with Amy, really. He hasn't proposed anything to Amy. Oh, it's just like his father. Dev proposes to everybody. Um, but to me, the problem is, yeah, Bobby wasn't, Amy was never going for Bobby. But what if it was someone that Amy liked? What if it was, what if it was uh, Tommy Orpington's son had appeared? 
and was asking about Amy. Little Jimmy Arpington. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, do you know what I mean? That, that I, well, to me was the problem. It's like. Well, wait a minute then. Wait a minute. No, that's even more problematic because then that means that all you're saying is that if Bobby was better looking, then it would be inappropriate for Adi to say that. No, no. I'm saying the problem with it is Adi hasn't expressed Amy he wants to go out with her. He's just telling other guys, no, you can't go out with but her he kinda because has. she's taken. He kind of has, hasn't he? But, well, kind of, but not really. Right. Like, what are they doing? Nothing. Now, you're okay with the sentiment, though, and felt the language was maybe... No, I think my problem with the sentiment was... He hadn't done anything to express that. She's not that. taken. Right. That's my problem. But he's not going to say, like, I mean, he's, he's not going to say to another guy who's interested, no, nah, no, nah, she's fair game, go for it. Oh, no, I hate that, too. <laughs> exactly. No, no, but he could have said, actually, she's my date to my party tonight. Because that's factually Oh, I guess he could, he could have actually just said, actually, I'm kind of interested in her. Yeah. That's putting a lot putting, out there, though. He's putting it on her. She's taken, not I'm interested. Yeah. He's saying it's, it's to do with her. She's the problem. Unless he's bungled it up. He's, he's a ball of emotion right now. He made out with Nina. He didn't make out with her. There was like one tiny kiss. And he's, he's just a ball of emotion. And then he almost died. I, yes. Before we get to that, okay. I will say, not that there is a ton of chemistry between Adi and Nina. But there's way more than between Asha and Nina. Those two always. I don't understand that like, pairing at all. No, they're like, I don't know. 65 years old and have been married for I think 80 years, but Lauren, also have no affection with each other. If Lauren was closer in age to Nina, like say 48, 49, mm -hmm. then, <laughs> uh, then I feel that I could understand those two being a, a couple. Yep, I agree. But Asha and Nina, I'm not, there's no spark. Asha has no emotions for anybody. Which would, I think would play okay with the, with the right partner. Mm -hmm. I don't think Nina's the right partner. What, Roy? He also has no emotions generally. Yeah, but when, do you remember back in the heyday with, with uh, Haley? Yeah. There was spark. No, I agree. There was the spark of love. Listen, Roy is the one holding that streak together right now. Roy is. And he must get tired of it. He must be like, let's just burn this place. Also, He's at my team up with hope and burn the whole street down. <laughs> I also want to know what he always has in his bag. Because mm. I get when he carries it for certain things. But he carries it all the time. He does. He never goes into it. Mm. And he does keep his wallet and his phone in his pockets. So what's in the bag? So what's in the bag? What's in the bag, Roy? <laughs> if Roy's watching. I have no problem with men carrying purses. But no. He doesn't seem to be keeping his items in there. No, I, I don't know what he keeps in there either. Mm. All right. But that's up to Roy. Uh, so Adi went back to the flat, his flat. Yeah. Um, despondent. Yes. With... Because <clears throat> he felt bad about kissing Nina. Yeah. Um... Betraying both himself, and not just both, but betraying himself, Asha, and potentially Amy. And Dev. Poor Dev. What's Dev supposed Dev, to do? Exactly. All my kids are making out with each other. Dev just, Dev, Dev just ended up comforting Nina. I know. Because he's like, I can't, I can't with those other two. I think Dev is the new tower of strength. Your sister, Allison, said that... <laughs> Audrey was the tower of strength on the street. And she I said her friend Kath Kathleen said that. Her, right. Yeah. Well, okay. She's just trying to distance herself and try to remain cool. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, but I, I think that she, I think that Dev has replaced Audrey as the tower of strength. Uh, it might be Roy. It but, probably is Roy, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he went back and uh, Asha went to see him, let herself into the flat. Yeah. 
he was lying down on the couch with a beer next to him. She was like, oh, he's passed out drunk. It's still daylight. We now know this Plus, is like, yeah. not, I don't know when. Plus this he wasn't was passed out be. beside like 12. Yes. But here's something. Can I ask you a question? Yes. In that scene, before Asha came into the apartment. Yes. Wasn't there a scene of somebody poking prescription pills out of something? Mm, I don't, I don't know. Like out of a, you know, like a blister pack or something. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, nope. If someone can <laughs> verify that in the comments, that'd be amazing. Someone watched more closely, more than, closely we did, than we did, which is, that's probably a lot of people. That's try, most we get people. Distracted really We're easily, easily distracted. Yeah. Um, but I think there's positive. There was a scene. Cause initially when I thought, oh God, he's like overdosed or something. Right. But there was no mention of it. I don't know what it was. It might've just been a totally unrelated scene. Oh, had he maybe like said he had a headache and was taking a paracetamol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Mm. And I thought, oh man, is he taking a whole right. bunch or something? Right. Um, but yeah, and then she came in and then of course he'd only had like, there was, wasn't like there was 12 cans of beer beside mm-hmm. him. It was just, uh, it was just like the one or one so or two So to cans. add insult to injury, she considers her brother a lightweight. Exactly. The biggest insult of all. <laughs> For a Brit. Exactly. Um, so she left. Then Amy went to check on him. Yeah. Uh, Amy needed Gav's help to get in because she couldn't get in the front door. So yeah. Gav helped her. I like Gav. I like, I want more Gav, please. I like him. Yes. Um, he was a little bit two-dimensional cartoony at the beginning. Yeah. He's coming around. Yeah. Got the door open. <laughs> they discovered Addie. Um, a little alarmed that they took him to the hospital and just left the flat with carbon monoxide gushing out. That felt like a plot hole. Yes. Yeah. It's like, what happened to the rest of the people in the Yeah, world? they go back and there's 50 dead people. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. <clears throat> Again, it feels like a lot happened. A t- tremendous amount happened. I don't care about most of it. Uh, Gemma. Okay, yeah, what about Gemma? Quads reappeared. Yeah. Uh, for a good couple episodes. Yeah. Obviously, they yeah. got them all going. Um, and uh, Grandma, Linda. Came back. So Linda yeah. is, um, thank you, Sharon, for reminding us that it's Linda. Yeah. Um, is Joseph's grandma. Fancy pants grandma. Yeah. From from Joseph's dead mom. Yeah. And I like Linda. I like Linda too. Linda's got money. She does, but she doesn't look down all the time at the situation that Gemma and Chesney are in. I think in. she really never looked. I think she's very I think she forgiving. might give the impression sometimes that she does or like, oh, you're doing that type of thing. But here's the thing. When you don't have money and someone who has money likes you and wants to help, you should take that money. Yeah, you have quads and another kid. This is that's what's bothered me about that whole storyline. I understand the pressures of fame. <laughs> Wait, who's famous? <laughs> Gemma and Chesney with the quads? Yeah, and us. Um, but no, Gemma and Chesney, when they had the quads, there was all the media attention. Yes. And there was pictures of them on ads and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. they kind of freaked out about that. Yeah. But how could you not at that point look at your situation in life, want to be self-sufficient and go, uh, this is a little bit uncomfortable, but it's not mean-spirited. So let's figure out how to make this work for how us. How can I make this? Be- how do I work with a manager, an agent to like make this bend to the way we want? And I thought it was it was irresponsible of them to abandon that whole course of a possible revenue that would keep them sustained. Pay, that would pay the lucky bill. That would pay the lucky bill and keep uh, Gemma in foundation. <laughs> I do appreciate maybe her go line, beyond her chin her line. She always has. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. very eighties. It's I classic. Like it. I love it. I like it. Um, but yeah. And I, I think Linda's 
I think they need to take advantage of, in the best way, yep. the nice way, of Linda's offers to help. Yep, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, if you're listening, Gemma and Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> or Linda. We'd be very grateful and appreciative. Linda, Come visit us. exactly. We don't have quads, but we are... No, no, you don't need a butt. Oh, we don't have quads. We don't have quads. That's all she wants to know. We do have a guest room. <laughs> um, also, Gemma was in the cafe with... Uh, uh, Paul, yeah, and Joseph, yeah, and Joseph was saying his tummy was poorly. Oh yes, Joseph, yeah, and uh, Doctor Gadas was sitting having a nice sandwich and a cup of coffee, and Gemma went over to talk to her about it, and Doctor Gadas is like, "Listen, Gemma, we've talked about this. I yeah. can't deal with you with medical stuff with the kids." Yeah, and then Chesney came in again. So again, I'm bringing up the question I bring up every once in a while: Is Joseph really sick? Meaning, is he is he physically medically sick, as opposed, or is it is he got psychosomatic, or has he got anxiety that's making his stomach feel mm-hmm. horrible? Yeah, it's possible. What do, what do we think? I think, or is the, he just trying to bunk off school? No, I think I think there's something. I think you're right. The anxiety is a possible thing, absolutely. But I think, uh, Doctor, what's her name? Gadass. Gadass. Doctor Gadass. I always get Windass and Gadass because they both sound insulting. One's not a good family. The other is. Well, they're good at the heart sometimes. Um, but I think Dr. Gaddass is more concerned with her great new haircut, which is amazing. It is. It's a great haircut. Yeah. Um, but I feel that there's something there. Even us, way, we're not even in the same country. I feel we can tell there's something actually wrong with Joseph. We don't know what it is, but they're, they're dismissing it too easily. And this is how uh, young Jack lost his leg, which apparently <laughs> has grown back. <laughs> Or at least not hindering him in the least anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Kevin. And who was Jack's mom? Molly. Molly. No. No, was it? Yes. God, time flies, eh? <laughs> it does. There hasn't been a tram crash in over a decade. Maybe. I guess so, yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Fascinating. Um, that's because they just built the new set. No, they can't wreck it They're already. not going to wreck it yet. Exactly. Um, okay. And then the last thing we're going to talk last about. Last thing we're going to talk about. Which has, again, too many tentacles. <laughs> Sarah, Damon, and Adam. Uh-huh. So we've got the issue of Sarah and Damon and their relationship. Yeah. Sarah and Adam and their relationship. Yeah. Damon and Harvey and their relationship. Mm. Adam and Harvey and their newfound relationship. Yeah, that's not going to end well. Um, so Sarah has been like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be with Damon after all. Because she overhears him like on the phone. Not actually threatening someone, being like, "Yeah, if this doesn't come through." Talking very, that's very it. firmly. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, and she decides that he's up to no good again. Yeah, it doesn't help that for some reason, out of nowhere, his car shows up crushed into a rectangle on the street. Pretty cool move. Crushed so well that the plastic license plate was just sort of embedded on top and not actually broken anywhere. That shows you the finesse that was put into the crushing. It's sort of like the dancing diggers. It's like when you see these... Like yeah, the exactly. They can do fine movements. Fine movements, yeah. exactly. Um, so first of all, how did we not notice his car being taken away, which could have been a tow truck, but it would have had to have been returned on a quite large flatbed lorry yes. that could crane lift it off yeah how could not anyone look out and go how's it going to get past that guy's car <laughs> right yeah 
Yeah, it did. That was also that and the carbon monoxide were two plot holes. I yeah, thought I, I was they waiting. Would notice. I was waiting for someone to have left their phone at home but and get I, kidnapped. I did like the message sending of your of your car being stolen and com- just crushed and returned crushed. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good message. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like so that. that was a message from Harvey. We think we. Th- I, I mean, it could have been from maybe. the guy that Damon the ran guy. away to avoid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever a few yeah. months ago. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Sarah's trying to convince the Platts. Yeah. Give them a chance. Yeah. Come to my family get together. They always go so well. Everyone will be so joyous and mm-hmm. lovely. My favorite part of that dinner was uh, when Sarah said, just give him a chance. Mm-hmm. And I think it was David that said, well, we do, you know, he did try and kidnap Adam. <laughs> and Gail said, nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong she's not wrong she's not um wrong. so but here's the thing that stuck out for me yeah the most upsetting thing was adam came in to talk to sarah sarah was annoyed with him and she said you're not even harry's real dad i missed that part how'd you miss that part you're not allowed to look at your phone when we're watching now that we're doing well this. now we have a responsibility to the nation exactly sorry so yes so they were ticked off at each other and she said harry's not even your real son you know i have a i love sarah platt t-shirt yeah i don't even think i'm gonna wear it anymore you don't fit in it anymore don't tell sarah that <laughs> in case you have a chance she's like if you still can fit in that t-shirt from 2002 yeah yeah, yeah i'm in then i'm in yeah. exactly um i i did like this wasn't from this past week but the week previous i think you have no problem with her saying that well it's a low blow but I mean, he already knows that. I know, that's the point is that he knows it's not his biological son. It yeah. is his son. Yeah, no, she's no good. Like we've got, we've got Leanne as Simon's mom. She yeah. has nothing to do with Simon. True. She's Peter's ex-wife. Yeah. He's Peter's son from another woman. Adam. Yes. Move on to Bethany. Younger, better model. Oh. Tell her to tone her eyebrows down a bit. You'll be fine. <laughs> tone her eyebrows or her hair color down a bit. Either way. No, Somewhere quite, in the middle. No, I quite like that, that Adam, I, I think, and I hope continues to, he just views Bethany as Sarah's daughter. Yes. Yeah. You don't, just because it's a small community, you don't have to turn lecherous to anybody once they... This is, listen, there's, there's, it's a shallow pool, Shannon. It's a shallow <laughs> pool. So Adam phoned the prison, said that he was Harvey's brief, Harvey's attorney. Yeah. And wanted to meet with him. Yeah. So we got to meet with Harvey and Harvey's like, okay, what's the scoop? And he's like, I want us to get rid of Damon together. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? You look I do. like you don't remember no, that. No, no, I do remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Well, I thought that's not going to end well because blood's thicker than water. Blood's even thicker than Highland water, <laughs> even thicker than Highland brooding water. <laughs> Like when those young girls were like all giggly over Adam in the cafe and Roy's and uh, I think it was Daniel said those, I think those girls have a crush on you or something. And he said, uh, you get used to it. Do you? You do? Do you, Adam? <laughs> I mean, depending on his hairstyle. <laughs> Some weeks it's spot on. It is. Yeah. Other weeks you're like, Other weeks it's like, come no. on, you've learned. Come it's on. like, it's like you've been pulled out of the salon midway through. Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, 
All right. I don't even know if I covered everything here, but it feels like that was a lot of stuff. It feels like it was a lot of stuff. Do you have any items that you feel we didn't cover? No, I don't think so. I think that was pretty good. I wanted to get my view about Evelyn out into the world. Do you still think Damon's a badin? Do you think he's genuine? I think it doesn't matter. I think he's so deep in that he can't get out of being bad. He hasn't done anything bad again yet. The only thing that makes me think he might change his ways is that his hair is getting thicker. And I thought, good for you, Dan. So he's invested He's invested the money. He's invested the money. He's like, give me he's, a good run. Give me some close-ups. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think he's, uh, he's looking good, but I think he's, it's, he's just he's not going to be able to change his stripes. I think what's going to happen is Adam is going to try to go with Harvey to go against Damon, blood's thicker than Highland brooding water, and they're, they're going to end up turning on Adam. Hmm? Because I think Adam, the guy who plays Adam, is probably thinking, I could do movies. I, he's, probably, he's probably looking for a bit of an out. Yeah. He's been on for quite a while. A fool, if you ask me. Well, I think you'd want to make sure, you'd want to test out your plot line. Yeah. First, your exit plot line. Exactly. If you can just get out and maybe have a return, like Peter. Exactly. Then you can come back in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's less sick of you. Exactly. Um, so thanks for uh, listening and thanks for watching. Uh, north of Weber- Weatherfield, a Canadian Coronation Street podcast. Um, next week's going to be tricky. So one of us is going to be out of the country. We think we figured out a way f- that we can both watch the episodes. We'll find out if we can. One of us. This. I'll tell you, I'll tell you next week. It's more exciting. I'll give you a reason to tune in. Because <laughs> that's what they're waiting for. They want to find out what's going well, on. What's Stuart doing exactly. next week? Listen, you get a lot of attention, Shannon. You get, you get used to it. You get used to it. I was, that wasn't really good. I can't really do his accent. His accent's kind of West Coast, isn't it? It's he it it tries hard. Mm. Try to keep up with his hair. Uh, thanks for watching. We're gonna pause for theme, and we'll probably do like an end tag thing because why not? Are we sure? Okay. We're supposed to be doing it like our goodbyes, like our person that we chose to be. Oh, yeah. So Who did I choose again? I can't remember, but I chose Dr. Gadda. So I chose Roy. Say, and then, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I'm going to say, try and have a good day. Just, you know, get out there, do what you can. And, you know, if you have any problems, you can come, come back. She, she is someone who doesn't read the Weatherfield Gazette. There's been so many murders and people dying on that street. And she's like, just try and have a good day. Does this mean you can't remember who you were? I will be told in the comments who I was. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say, see you next week like that person right now. See you next week. Thanks for watching. See ya.